Good morning, Tapestry. I am glad that you are with us once again um, as we continue on in our series, Sea of Emotions. Um, we are uh, collectively, as a church, we are facing our emotions head on. And the reason we're doing that is because in this time of pandemic strangeness uh, of all the things that are going on, um, Many of us have been forced to deal with or face emotions uh, that we've spent much of our life working really hard to bury um, and to avoid having to deal with those things. And the reason that we're spending so much time on this, uh, I mean, we've been talking about this for a month now. The reason we're spending so much time on this is because <clears throat> the emotions that you have that you don't deal with don't just affect you. They affect everyone around you. And this is week five, and to this point, we've, we've laid a lot of foundation as far as why we're talking about this um, and going about it. We've started talking about some specific emotions and how to deal with those. And, and last week, we talked about guilt. And we said that guilt is basically the idea that you owe somebody something, that you've taken or something from someone or you've wronged somebody, and you owe them um, and, and we, we, we talked about how looking at it in the relationship of somebody who has a debt to the person who owns that debt, that, that there's nothing is going to be right in the relationship between those two and, until that debt is paid, until restitution is made. And, and emotionally, we carry guilt like a weight. Um, that's why when we finally fess up to things, we literally say it feels like a weight has been lifted from me because that's what guilt feels like emotionally. And we talked about the, the habit of confession being the way to get rid of that. Um, and today I, I want to move on to an emotion that, that isn't quite so obvious as guilt. Now we've all like, yeah, 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 I've done things wrong before. I've experienced guilt. I got that. But I, I want to move on to one um, that's a little bit different. And that's this. I want to talk about jealousy, which may not seem like an emotion that was worth spending a whole week talking about, but hear me out and you can judge at the end. Um, when you talk about jealousy, there's something that in us, inside of us that, that wants to respond like, yeah, yeah, jealousy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, I was jealous all the time. Right. I was jealous of, you know, I was jealous of the neighbor's better bike. I, I wanted cooler shoes like the kids at school. I wanted a new gaming system. I was jealous of the kids that had, you know, the, the video games and, and, you know, but come on, after school, after we grow up, you know, nobody admits to being jealous. Right? Nobody admits to dealing with jealousy. We'll admit anger. We'll admit guilt. We'll admit, you know, that we're sad, you know, th those things. You don't see too many people admitting to jealousy. Um, you know, if, if, if I told you I was jealous, I mean, you know, the reactions might be like, oh, come on, grow up, get over it, being jealous. What are, you, what are you doing? What is that? But listen, we all, we all deal with this on some level. Some of us a lot, some of us not so much, but at some juncture, we all deal with it. There's somebody in your life, and here's, here's how we deal with it. There's somebody in your life, and you just don't like them. You just don't like them. Uh, and there could be so many reasons why. They've accomplished more than you, 
right? Or they're ahead of you in something or they have something that you don't. They, they've worked less, but have more. Um, and your emotional response to that and to them is, I just don't like them. I don't like them. And, and social media has made it so much worse since now you get to look and scroll through a continual highlight reel of people's lives. Even if it's a fake highlight reel in a lot of situations. And so it's just kind of always right there in your face and your response is, I just don't like them. But if you were to be honest with yourself, it's not that you just don't like them. It's that you are jealous. You're jealous and the closer that you get to them, the worse you feel about yourself. And it's this, it's this insidious emotion that, that it's hard to surface it. Uh, it, it's hard to bring it uh, to light. So, so we, just, we just don't tend to deal with jealousy. We don't. We just tend to avoid those people that we don't like, right? And we say silly things. I mean, things that when you look back on them, they just sound so ridiculous. Things like, oh, well, well you know, he's just too nice or she's just too nice. It seems fake, right? Anybody ever say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or she's just too pretty. He's, he's too in shape. They, they just, they try too hard, right? You know, if I had that much money, I certainly wouldn't, I wouldn't, certainly wouldn't be spending it on that, right? And we say these things and, we're, and, and we judge them because we're jealous of them. We're critical because we're jealous. And... and We've couched it in different terms, right? I'm just not comfortable around them. I just can't seem to get close to them. Um, but what's really going on is that they are a reflection of something that you are not and that you wish you were. And, and, and you've reflected that back on them when really it's not their problem. And they are not the problem. And, 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 we, and we do this. We're, we're all friends here. So let's, let's just be honest with each other. We do this. We play the fairness card when it comes to people we're jealous of. Right? The fairness card. It's not fair because my husband works just as hard as hers does. Right? It's not fair. My wife has put in more time than his wife. But yet she gets to... You know, it's not fair. We've scrimped and we've saved and we've clawed for everything that we've gotten. They, they've just got it, right? It's not, it's not fair. Our kid has studied just as hard, right? It's not fair. They've been, you know, they, they, they've been here longer than us. It's not fair. It's not fair. They, they came from way more means than I did from when I was a kid. And we couch this, 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 emotion of jealousy inside of this idea of fairness, right? But the truth is, is that we don't really want fair. fair. Fair's not what we want. Fair would be that if overnight there was an equal redistribution of wealth and talent and health throughout the entire world. That would be fair. But what that would mean for every single one of us is that we would take step backwards. Right? We, we don't want fair. When it comes down to it, what we really want is more. We want more. 
right? I, I, I don't want fair. I, I just want to be even, we would say. But really, we're like, oh, I want to be a little ahead of you. We want more. But we need an excuse for this emotion because we are jealous. So we go with fairness. Fairness is our excuse. But the thing about jealousy is this. If you had more, it would not resolve the issue because jealousy is an emotional issue, not a circumstantial issue. Jealousy is an issue uh, of things that are going on inside of you, not an issue of the things outside of you that you do or do not have. If you had what you wanted, what you think now that you want, all that would change is you would then look to a different person who was still ahead of you and want what they had. That's what jealousy does, right? It's an internal issue. But in our world and in our way of thinking, we think it's a people issue, right? We, we think it's a, it's a category. We, we think it's all those rich people or all those skinny people or all those athletes or all those movie stars. It's, it's them, it's them, it's them. It's a them issue. And, and it raises an insecurity inside of us. And so we say we just don't like them. We don't like them. Now, that's pretty good, but let's go a little bit deeper. The dilemma is that when I am experiencing the emotion of jealousy, I think you are the problem, right? The problem is what you have, right? The problem is what you make me feel. That, that, that's what we think when we're dealing with jealousy. So if you are the problem, what you have and how you make me feel, then if I distance myself from you, then I'll be okay, right? Then I'll be okay. But really, you are not my problem. When it comes to jealousy, you are not my problem. And the reason I know that is because there is nothing that you can do to solve my problem. There's nothing you can do, right? But, but what happens is we get so misdirected in our emotions that we blame others and then we treat them differently. But you cannot solve my problem. In fact, the one thing that you could do to address my problem actually magnifies the fact that I have a problem. Well, let me say it this way. <clears throat> the, the one thing that makes a jealous person feel better is when someone else fails. Is when the person that they're jealous of fails. That's the one thing that'll make a jealous person feel better. Oh, they wrecked their awesome car. Oh, that's too bad. I, I'm so, so sad to hear that right? Ah, did you see them at the beach? Ah, she doesn't look as good as last summer. He's starting to get a pot belly. Like, eh. yeah, I mean, I feel better about myself. That, that's the only thing that someone can do to make you feel better about your jealousy. And, and the grossness of jealousy is, is just that. It's that others must fail for you to feel better. 
Their kids couldn't stay in private school. Oh, what a shame. That business deal didn't go through. Oh, I feel so bad for them. Ah, oh, there's significant others messing around on them. Oh, that's too bad. And listen, everybody, everybody has had a moment in which they heard about someone else failing and they felt good. They felt good about it. What is that? That's jealousy is what that is. It's jealousy. And here's the deal. Uh, the people that surface jealousy in you, those people are not the issue. They simply reveal the issue that you already have inside of you that you picked up from another relationship. And I'm going to try to illustrate this for you. If, if we were all together in person, this would be great. Um, but here, I'll, I'll try and explain it in virtual world. Imagine, just picture it, um, if you will, um, that, that I brought three people up to be with me this morning here on, on this, this lovely Sunday morning. I brought three people up and, and I'm going to give each of them an Apple product. And so I've got three paper bags that all look the exact same. You can't tell what's in it. And I hand one. I hand the other and they're all standing there wondering what they're getting ready to get, right? And so I tell them, open it up. See what Apple product you got. And the first person, they open up the bag. They pull out an iPhone 11 because I'm generous like that. I'm generous. An iPhone 11. They're like, oh, this is amazing. Thank you. The next person opened up their bag. They pull out iWatch 5. Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, it's not quite a iPhone 11, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty great, yeah, yeah. Third person opens up their bag, they pull out a Granny Smith apple. Now, how do you think that person's gonna feel? Right, now, now this is the real world, and so they are now holding unequal items. And they, if they have an issue with what they have, if the watch person feels like they got a little short change because the person next to them got a phone or the person with the apple is like, wait, what is this? They were getting electronics. I got an apple. Like, well, what's this all about? If they have, who should they take it up with? Who, if they have a problem with what they got, who should they be upset with? Me, right? Because I'm the one that gave it to them, right? And so it's me. They should have an issue with me, not with each other. But if I were to leave and then they opened up their bags and they got it and I'm not no longer in the picture, I'm gone somewhere else. Then they only have each other to look at. And all of a sudden the person with the Granny Smith apple is looking at the other two who got Apple electronics. And they're mad, they're jealous, right? And look, do you know who your real issue is with if you're feeling jealous or envious? Your real issue is with God. Now, God's not visibly in the picture and so you're just looking around at everybody else and what they have and what you have. And so you're focusing it on them, but you're really mad at God. Jealousy says... God owes me, 
right? We talked about last week, guilt is like you owe somebody else. Jealousy is God owes me. God owes me that kind of body. God owes me that kind of wealth. God owes me that kind of opportunity. God owes me those kinds of kids. God, God owes me that IQ. God owes me that set of awesome parents. I didn't get those things. God gave those things to other people. He owes me. But the problem isn't with the other people. Right? And as long as you think that your issue when you're jealous is with the people that you're jealous of, you will never resolve your jealousy. You never will because they are not your problem and they cannot solve your problem for you. The best they can do is have a reversal of fortune in their own life and make you feel better about yourself for a minute. That's the best they can do. Your problem is with God because you think God ripped you off. Right? Because God could have put you in a different city. He could have given you a different family. He could have saved your marriage. He could have made your kids smarter. He could have helped you to get that job. He could have stopped that accident. He could have kept your health from declining. God could have, God could have, God could have, God could have, and God didn't. And you get jealous of everybody else that God did for, and you think they're the problem, but the problem is you're mad at God. Because while God was handing out packages, you got a Granny Smith while everybody else got an electronic. And you're mad at God for it. And your response is, that's not fair. It's not fair. Now, I have, I have some bad news when it comes to that response. God never claimed that anything would be fair. There's a time, but that's not now. After, after Eden, fairness disappeared from the earth and what God has decided to do is whatever he chooses to do in the distribution of gifts and talents and skills. And throughout the Bible, that's what's taught. That's what's taught. Uh, look at this verse out of Daniel. Right, Daniel's amazing story, and we should probably do a series on it at some juncture. But in this verse, the pagan king in the series, he, he has this, this realization about God. Look at what he says. He, talking about God, he does as he pleases with powers of heaven and the peoples of earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, what have you done? No one can say to him, what have you done? You gave them what, right? You allowed them to do what? You allowed him to be what? What have you done? What have you done? And the pagan king realizes <coughs> that God does what he wants. He distributes wealth. He distributes power. He distributes ability in the way that he sees fit. And no one can say, anything, right? And it isn't a lack of, of love or favor on the part of God. It, yeah. And yes, th there's a correlation. <coughs> there's a correlation between how hard you work and the results, but even that is relative to your starting point. And even that is so dependent on a lot of breaks going your way 
right? But at the end of the day, God has not distributed things evenly. It's not difficult to look around the globe and agree with that fact. Things are not distributed equally. Look at this. Look at this passage. Wealth and honor come from you, talking to God. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are the strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. And then later on in the passage, he says this, to whomever you choose to give it to. God chose to distribute gifts as he saw fit, right? And when I decide that I don't like what you have, or I do like it and I don't like you because of what you have, the wisest thing that I can do is realize that my problem isn't with you. I'm mad at God. I think God owes me. <clears throat> and listen, it, if this truth can become the lens through which you view the emotion of jealousy, then you will put yourself in a position where you are able to begin to remove the root of that jealousy in your life, right? And one of the healthiest discussions that you might ever have is if you get on your knees and you say, God, I am dealing with jealousy because I think you ripped me off. I think you shortchanged me. Express your anger. God can handle it, right? He's not gonna, he's not gonna strike you dead. There are entire categories of people that you can write off, but those people aren't the issue. They're not the issue. They're a reflection of your issue with God. And if you allow the emotion of jealousy to fester, like every other emotion that we've talked about up to this point, if you allow it to fester, it reaches into every single one of your relationships. And in fact, if you let jealousy fester, you cannot be a good Christian. You can't, you can't. The Bible says God is love. God is love. And the number one manifestation of being a Christian is your love for others. And what does that love look like? It looks like this. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. Listen, you cannot have a heart of love and a heart of envy at the same time. You can't do it. You you can't obey any of the scriptures that has love as the preeminent value unless you allow God to dredge up your jealousy and get rid of it. Because every time, every time you are around that person and you come up with an excuse as to why you don't like them and why you need to get away from them. The issue is that you're upset with God, not that person, not that person. And until you focus those emotions in the right place, you'll never be able to fully love, which is what you're commanded to do as a follower of Christ. 
Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. Remember those joys that you felt at the failure of others? That's the opposite of love. It's the opposite. Until you root that out, you cannot love. That destroys relationships. God says, listen, listen, listen. Your problem is with me. It's not with them. Because I could have given you more. So since your problem is with me, bring that to me. So what can you do to begin to remove the emotion of jealousy from your life? Here's the first thing. Embrace the truth of, I feel that God owes me. Embrace that. I feel like God has shortchanged me and hasn't given me either what I think I deserve or what those around me have gotten. And I'm angry about it. Embrace that. Understand that. Here's the second thing you can do. And this isn't for everybody, but for some of you, confess your jealousy to someone. Right? You've been treating somebody weird and they have no idea why. And you can't say anything positive. There's always a cutting remark when it comes to them. Somebody says something nice and you're like, yeah, but, and then you've got to, got to neutralize the nice statement. And they realize, they realize that it's your issue. But honestly, they probably don't care and think you're an idiot. But you treat them weird because you're jealous. You need to confess to them. Here's what's going on. And then the part that needs to become a habit if you want to get out of jealousy is this. Celebrate the people that you tend to be jealous of and do it out loud, right? Like that is a, that is a great outfit. I like that outfit, right? That is an awesome car. What a beautiful house. Congratulations on the promotion. That's a big deal. That is a great idea. I think it's going to work. Find the people that drive you crazy that you're jealous of and celebrate them. Yeah, 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 but Andy, Andy, isn't that, wouldn't that be insincere? No, it wouldn't be insincere because those things are true, aren't they? Right, it is a good outfit, a nice car, a beautiful house, a good promotion, a great idea. Those things are true. You just don't want to say them, right? Make the decision to come to the point that you don't allow your words and your actions to be dictated by jealousy. So, is this something that you struggle with? You may not have even realized that you did until you sat through this. But is there somebody that you are jealous of? Get alone with God. Embrace the truth. Admit your anger at him apologize if necessary, celebrate that person because those are the steps to break the emotion of jealousy in your life. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I I thank you for for your word, for the scriptures that, that highlight things in us that need addressed. And Lord, I pray that when it comes to this issue of jealousy, I, Lord, I, I pray that that this helps us have a better understanding of what's going on. And throughout this week, Lord, I pray that you, you begin to bring to the forefront the areas in which this is an issue in our life. And Lord, give us the wisdom 
to recognize it and give us the courage to do what needs to be done to break that emotion of jealousy in our life. Lord, I thank you for all that you have given us, even when we are so focused on what you haven't given us. Lord, forgive us for our jealousy and help us to truly love those we are jealous of. Lord, I thank you for your mercy and for your grace. In your name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, look forward to next week as we wrap up our series, Sea of Emotion.